Welcome to the Booze Buddy Update, another round. It's a special interview series where I talk to people in and around the craft, you know, adult beverage category and scene. And this week's episode, talking to Tony O'Rourke of Iron Wolf Wines. Uh, he is basically leading the pack, doing some great work in the wine world, and he's expanding, growing. And I think you'll definitely like his story and like getting to know the man behind the well, I guess Wolf. <laughs> so here he is, Tony O'Rourke of Iron Wolf Wines. All right, and we're back with another round. And this time, we're bringing the wine in because I have got the leader of the Wolf Pack himself, Tony O'Rourke from Iron Wolf Wines. How's it hey, going, Mel? How are you? <laughs> going well. I got to I, I got to tell everybody though, we have a, we have a little bit of a history. I mean, uh, we, we, there was this thing we, we were doing together for a while. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was a producer of a morning radio show and you called in and you were wildly entertaining. <laughs> Even at that early morning hours. Yeah, that's so, yeah, something Yeah, I mean, said. it got to be like, it must have been before 6 a.m., you know, it or, was. Before, or at least before 7 a.m. Yeah, you were calling in and uh, and we were just having a good time and entertaining the masses as it were. And so... Um, obviously I've known who you are, but I've seen this cool thing that you've been doing. So yep. that of course, it being iron wolf wines and, and kind of, you know, obviously I, I gotta, I gotta think that you had this idea over a glass of wine, uh, or, or two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at 5am. Yeah. Right. Uh, you start early, you know, if you really want to get a, get a hold of the day, you start early. So yeah, to tell us about, you know, how, how things kind of got started and uh, and where this idea all kind of, you know, what was the genesis of Iron Wolf Wines? Yeah, well, you know, strange things have happened in the last few years, especially since uh, COVID came knocking at our door. Uh, this really uh, came out of uh, a little bit of necessity and a little bit of a curveball with all the changes uh, that you can imagine that have happened in, in not just in the wine industry, but in every industry. So uh, an opportunity presented itself to uh, be involved in a wine in the wine business uh, at a level uh, that I'd never done before. I've worked in dist distribution. I've worked uh, in restaurants, uh, a little bit in retail, uh, a little bit of marketing, but had never actually made wine to sell. So um in 2020, Iron Wolf went from being an idea to being a reality, uh, and then we launched in 2021, uh, right in the uh, the midst of all the struggles, especially in the hospitality and restaurant business. Um, and we're in we're in Vermont, in New Hampshire at this point, and we've been really well received. And uh, you know, the Wolf Pack continues to grow, which is uh, pretty exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I've seen your your product on store shelves, um, and uh, I've joined the pack, you know, a couple yep. of times myself. Um, and, and I've uh, I've got to say, mostly what I've seen is some of your, you know, some of your reds and darks. But are you kind of across the spectrum of uh, of the blends and such? Yeah, uh, what we do is all our wine is made in uh, Washington State, uh, Columbia Valleys. So what we do is we focus on the strengths of that area. Uh, and for us, it's we make uh, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, uh, Cabernet, and Syrah. And we, that can evolve as things go forward. Uh, but we really wanted to have a portfolio that allowed us to do things like wine dinners. Uh, if you have one wine, it's really difficult to do that because you want usually at least three, three to five courses in a wine that will pair with each one. Um, prior to uh, everything kind of being shut down in the restaurant world and 2019, I worked for a, a larger winery and covered uh, the East Coast. And I did, I, I 
think roughly 50, 52 wine dinners that year. So one a week, sometimes three a week and then a week off, but uh, quite a bit working with chefs, working with restaurants. And we're still doing that, but we're not quite there. Uh, You still have the staffing struggles in restaurants. You still have folks that are doing takeout only, uh, but that's the entertainment piece. So for us, it's not just about putting juice in a bottle and getting it uh, in front of somebody. It's, it's about providing some level of education and, and entertainment really. So uh, we, we really look forward to doing that again, because that is how, that is how we, we get that relationship. So we become more than just, you know, more than just a bottle of wine. They, they know who we are and we, you know, we, we run into people sometimes two, three States away from Vermont. And it's, it's kind of neat when things like that happen. Yeah, I mean, it really is, you know, kind of a wolf pack. I mean, you've got a Facebook group that I see people, you know, being like, spotted one of your bottles. I was at a yeah, restaurant, yeah. you know, and and then calling out the restaurant or, you know, I myself, uh, you know, posted on there seeing it and, uh, you know, seeing it on store shelves and things like that. And so it's pretty cool that, you know, you have this, you have this fan base, you know, around something that, uh, yeah, it's just naturally, you get a bunch of people around a, a you know, a bottle of wine and, you know, you start talking, you have a good time. And I love the fact that they're really, you know, they're really following up with you and they're really, you know, uh, attached to uh, what it is you're bringing to the table and what you do that's a little different. And, and that's a great point. You have to have a little bit something outside of the box to offer. We don't have celebrity endorsements or we don't have a, a marketing budget. We're not on television. We don't inundate people to where they're almost, you know, subliminally thinking about that product. Ours is old school. It's face to face. It's driving on the back roads of Vermont, showing up at a country store. And they're like, we have never had somebody walk through our door before. And sometimes they already have our wine. And I, I just walk in to say, I'm just here to say thank you. And they're really blown away by that. Yeah. And that's that partnership mentality that we're so, so sincere about. Uh, we support our restaurants and we're in, in locally owned restaurants and independent wine shops, uh, beverage stores, specialty stores. We're not in the big chains, nothing against those, but our focus is relationship driven. Uh, it's the slow way to sell a lot of wine. It's a bottle at a time, but we think it's more enduring. We've sold more wine here last year than probably anyone would have ever thought was possible. And uh, again, we're, we're so thrilled to have the support and the not only the, the first time they buy a bottle of wine and it's a novelty, but they come back. I've had people I don't I've never met before come up and go, oh, my God, Iron Wolf, that's our favorite Savion Blanc. We're, you know, we drink <laughs> this all the time. And to me, we knew the wines would be great. We, we have right, wonderful right. people in, out in the West Coast helping us we knew that wasn't going to be the issue the issue would be can we get this wine in front of people really with the 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 restrictions from covid uh are people going to allow us to come through the door six feet away with a mask on and quickly taste the wine there's a lot more work to selling wine than just about any other product very few places will bring the product in without trying it. And, and I like that. I think that's right, important. Right. They've actually vetted the product. Beer, you can show up and they're like, oh, it's new. It's an IPA. Send us send us 10 cases of it. Yeah, we'll sell uh, it. Yeah, it's definitely. Absolutely. Especially in Vermont. Can be. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Especially here in Vermont where. But I think, yeah, you've, you're definitely right. You know, like. um you know, people say like, you know, the, 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 the handshake is old fashioned. The showing up in person is old fashioned. But boy, people remember that. And it really makes yes. a difference when you also remember them. And, yep. uh, you know, I like the fact that, you know, in your other social media, I know that you're on Instagram as well. And I see, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, you know, you're posting pictures of your meal, you know, with the glass of wine yep. and the bottle right next to it, 
that you that you you know that you got there and i gotta say like you know it it ties it in it's you know you're you're not just the guy who's taking the pictures of like this meal you know in a restaurant like right. there's a different reason there and you're you know and you're making sure that the restaurants get you know get that notice and get that you know kind of um introduction to you know to your group on uh on either instagram or facebook and i think that's it's just cool it's just again it's a really it's a nice way of interacting with <laughs> these people who are working hard you know they're making great food they're doing good stuff working and really hard working and, and, really hard i mean it's it, i've worked in that industry for many many years yeah the 80 100 hour weeks um going in on the day off having a piece of equipment break just when you think everything's going right your your chef or your your dishwasher quits uh, yeah. and uh, you know it, it's it, it's a thankless job but it, it's a lot like being a farmer you have to really love it because you look at people that get up at four o'clock in the morning and tend to their, you know, especially if they're in the dairy, dairy industry, uh, you wonder why would anyone do this? And they said, I love it. And yeah, it's a passion a hundred percent. And that almost <laughs> makes it uh, understandable. But uh, we, again, we, we love going out there. We're sincere about it. I actually feel bad if there's an account that has our wine and I haven't set foot in there at least to say thank you, if not to to do business with them and reciprocate, uh, and and again to send people uh, there. We we do it all the time, uh, and we do get a lot of a lot of our uh, partners um, mm-hmm. that reach out to us and say thanks a lot. Someone came in they'd never been in before. I've seen them three times now, and your wine brought them through our doors. So that's the difference. Again, we, we have to. You have to be creative when you're a small business like we are, and we are the definition of a small business. Uh, my wife, Tammy, is actually the owner, so we're 100% woman-owned, uh, but she has the real job in the family, so I'm, I'm the one that's out working with our wonderful, we have two distributors, uh, Vermont Wine Merchants here in Vermont and Circa Wines in New Hampshire, and we love working with them. We we That was one of the easiest things was choosing our distributors in these two states. Now, it's uh, Mike at Vermont Wine Merchants, right? Absolutely. Yeah, great guy. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're working with a great crew. And, you know, honestly, I mean, you're hitting the nose, you know, right on the head. I used to work in uh, (laughs) in kitchens. And, you know, that was was my place, man, being back there, you know, prepping food, uh, getting up early so that I could make sure the people had good breakfast and good lunch and, you know, prepping everything for dinner. And... Um, so I kind of have that mentality, went into retail and customer service for many years, but where I really loved, what I really loved doing was just introducing people to, to great drinks and entertaining them when I did it, which is of course, what led to the boost buddy update. You know, uh, this is much better because I'm not going to, you know, uh, a bar or a restaurant setting up all this equipment and, you know, trying to give away stuff and, and really kind of interrupting people's dinner. People can sure. tune into this when they want to, but you know, at the same time, I'm like, I'm still like, Hey, here's this great thing you don't know about, and I'm here to help you try it out. And uh, now the good thing is that I also get to pick those things that I'm telling people they should try out too. So <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. And, and you, 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 you made a lot of great points. And one of them is we're here to be complimentary. Even when we do a wine dinner, I always want people, I want people to have fun. I think one of the problems is wine can be its own worst enemy. Right. Uh, there is an educational component of it, but there's also this pretentious you know, this exclusion, like, oh, you don't understand this wine. And it gets, for lack of a better term, it gets overthought sometimes. And we're not trying to dumb it down. We we can talk about regenerative agriculture. We can talk about geology. We can talk about climate. We can talk about a lot of things that are more scientific and a little bit more, not, not quite as fun as actually just 
having a glass of wine and enjoying it, which is perfectly okay with me. Uh, but we also want to pe- see people laughing. We have people howling at wine dinners in the middle of <laughs> exclusive country clubs more than once. There you uh, go. Hey, it is the wolf pack after all. percent. <laughs> and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think now more than ever, people need a reason to just let loose and smile and in the comp- and with good food and great wine and, and good companionship uh, to us. I think we're, we're filling a vital role in playing, a, you know, maybe it's a small role in that as a small winery, but we are playing a role in that. And um, we're going to continue. We're, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We often say we are much more about traditions and trends. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be, uh, you know, skinny jeans waved goodbye to me a long time ago. We're going <laughs> to focus on what, what works. So, well, I think, you know, in a way, I think you're really coming in at a good time as well, because, um, you know, I think that there are a lot of wines that have kind of introduced people to, you know, better quality uh, for a, a, a better price overall. And what that's doing is it's bringing people who are saying like, you know what, it's okay to put an ice cube in your wine. Like yeah. if you want to cool it down or if you just like the way that it tastes better, hey, that's okay. You know, yeah, terroir of, of wine is a wonderful thing if you've refined your palate enough to be able to, to distinguish the difference. But you know what, if you're it's just your like, palate, yeah, it's your, it's your palate. At the end and, of the and, day, it's your palate. Right. And, 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 and just tasting the things that taste good to you is kind of okay. You know, yeah, it's great to learn how to respond in a fancy restaurant. If a waker, waiter, you know, or waitress comes up, pours a splash and hands you a cork, what to do at that point. But it's Absolutely. also much more acceptable nowadays to not know what to do and have the waiters and, you know, waitstaff respond accordingly to be, just be like, I'll just leave this here. And if you have any questions, feel free and let me know if that winds, you know, to your, uh, to your taste. And for the servers as well. I mean, one of the things we do is we will go out and actually work with the service staff. Some of them are very green. Some of them are brand new to the business. Uh, some of them aren't even old enough to drink wine, but yeah. we'll tell them, we'll walk them through it and explain it to them. And we'll talk about pairings on their menu. So when they are asked that question, they're comfortable with it. And quite honestly, it's they're comfortable with our wine. So that might be the wine they recommend, you know, and we want, uh, that's again, something we do that we're not the only winery that does it, but we right. offer that up front. We don't shy away from it. We're, we're here. We, I answer my phone almost 24 seven and people are shocked when they get a response back immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's very personal and it's a thank you. And they're, they're, they're not used to that. I think it's a, it's a lost art. Um, but we're, we're not going to change. We, again, we, we're not, we don't want to be antiquated. We, we will embrace technology. Yeah. Um, it, 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 because it, it can only help, but at the core of what we do is, is we're relationship driven. That's from, from the vine to the glass, everything we do and everyone we work with is based on relationships and trust. Yeah. Well, ultimately, who do you want to drink with? A friend. That's right. That's right. And that so right. if you're going to be drinking with a friend, you might as well drink, uh, you know, something that's from somebody who you find is friendly and, you know, accommodating. Like Iron Wolf. wolf. I mean, you know, there you go. what's friendlier than a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have I have plenty of dogs who wolf out every once in a while. So. <laughs> yes, and it's always controversial when you come up with your name uh, and the image on the bottle. Uh, you know, it's it's such it, there's so much opinion and uh, right. subjectivity in that. Some people will be uh, like a, if you had a snake or a bird or you know. So I'm trying to think of something that projects what we are. We're we're about 
durability. We're about strength. We're about the pack, um, you know, joining people together for, for a common cause. And that common cause is, is just enjoying and embracing life. That's really what it's, what it's all about. If somebody had to, if, you know, my wife often says, come on, condense it down. You, you can talk a blue streak. And I, and I understand that, but that, I hope that comes across as we really enjoy what we're doing. We feel very, uh, very blessed to have the opportunity to do something like this. Um, and we want to share that enthusiasm with people. And when people walk away, I want them to feel like, wow, I, I've never had a, a conversation like that from a, right. a person that makes wine. And I want to learn more about it. Maybe they don't like the wine. Maybe they get it home. And they're like, oh, wow, that, that was a great, great experience. But this isn't my style. Not uh, my type of wine. That's yeah, fine. That That's fine. But it doesn't happen often because these wines, again, are are old world winemaking styles. They're very traditional. They're very clean. I've had people come up and go, I, I you know, I normally don't like Cabernet, but this this Cabernet is very approachable. It's got structure. It's got all the things that I, I like about a wine. And quite frankly, we made them in the style that we enjoy drinking because we weren't sure if we were going to be stuck drinking 2,250 cases of wine or not. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to buy the cheap stuff when it's like that. No, I, I made no, that mistake with no. uh, one of my weddings. Uh, we'll just leave <laughs> it at that. <laughs> There's a lot of cheap champagne that I had and, uh, and regretted it the entire time. Well, that, I mean, it's great. Actually, you, you, uh, my next question was like, you know, how did you come up with the name? But I like that, you know, the, the durability, you know, the, the, the thought of the pack and, and, and I, I, so I really like how you did that. I mean, you did definitely condense it down and simplify it. And, you know, the name makes a lot of sense. I, I love the name personally, uh, you know, but I, I gotta say, yeah, anytime you name something, people are just like, well, you should call it, you know. Yeah, same thing, it, same it, thing happened, uh, you know, with, with this, where, you know, people are like the booze buddy update. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, it's me telling yes. people what's going on. <laughs> like, and if the name creates a, a conversation where, well, how did that, how did you come up with that? A word? Because they all, they always want to know uh, yeah. if you have your name on there, it's obvious. And, and a lot of people do. They name their product after their family name. And I think that's great. I think the label uh, is oh, again, very subjective, but we wanted it to be simple. We wanted it to stand out. We wanted uh, a name that people could pronounce. Uh, yeah. That's a part of wine that believe it or not, a lot of people are like, uh, you know, I listen, uh, I it, hear it, you it there. Can steer them away from it. It really yeah. can. So, yeah, I mean the the names, you know, the traditional names of a, a lot of wines are are hard enough. I'm obviously thankfully because they're they're common names that you know once you learn it, it's okay. But yeah, the brand, <laughs> I'm like I don't know. It's like got this thing with this you know woodcut, and I you know <laughs> I can't it, say it, that. Trying to remember, I don't know how many times you know working in that world, people would come up. I said, you know, I had this wine last night I really liked, and I said, was it red or white? <laughs> And then yeah. from there, how much more information are you going to get? So with us, again, looking, especially in retail, when I walk in, I want to be able to spot that label pretty easily so people don't have to. Let's not make it difficult for people to buy our wine, really, is, right. is what that amounts to. But also something that I look at and I go, yeah, I, I, I like that. I would I would buy that product. I like that name. I like the message on the back. Some people most people don't ever read the back of the bottle. Some people do. And we kept it brief. Um, you know, it tells you what you need to know. The name, you know, the varietal, the year, where it's from, Columbia Valley. And on the back, there's a little bit more information on that. So, yeah, I, you know what? I literally just two days ago was looking at a bottle, which I couldn't tell if it was spirits or if it was wine. And I had to re turn it over and, you know, read the stuff that the distributor had to put on there. 
to figure yeah. out what in the world it was that was in this bottle. And it turns out it was a red wine, but I, I can't pronounce the brand. I can't pronounce the name. No. I can't. And that's work. That's <laughs> right. work. And, and we take input from everyone. And as this started to become an idea uh, and a reality, I, I remember those conversations when I used to represent you know, hundreds of wines and being out and showing wines to different buyers, especially people that I really respected. And a lot of times the reason before they even tasted the wine, sometimes they never tasted the wine. I don't want a lot of people that own stores or that are chefs that don't drink and they would look at it and maybe smell it, but they would give me the reasons why they bought it and why they didn't. A lot of times it was about price point and we're not the least expensive wine on the shelf or on the wine list. We're, we're, we're not. Um, so there's gotta be a quality and there's gotta be a story too. And if sometimes you only have 30 seconds to tell your story and sometimes you have three hours. So, uh, and I'm yeah, the, the old I'm, elevator pitch, right? Yeah. You gotta- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm always hoping that it gets stuck between floors because I'm not quite done yet. I barely get my name out. What's the tallest building? Five stories. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, not very tall. Yeah. You're okay. like, let's take the stairs. <laughs> um, so let's see. So you've got you've got in stores, you've got in restaurants in both Vermont and New Hampshire. But uh, you do d- uh, deliver you ship to some areas, right? Uh, we do, and and so it's a controlled substance. So we're not like it's not like we're selling uh, shirts, which we could ship anywhere basically. So right. we work with a third party that pulls all of the uh, licenses. So we ship out of out of Oregon, but we ship to about thirty states right now. Uh, I've never. That's the part of the business I'm not very well, um, well educated and experienced in. So that's been slow to grow. Uh, in Vermont, we do not ship. We want to support our local retailers. So I, I shipping to Vermont is not an option. Mm-hmm. Um, in New Hampshire, it's the same thing. We really want to go into the independent stores and support them. Uh, but it, we have friends in family all over the country. And unfortunately we, our wines aren't in some of those States. So we give them the option. It's, it's not the least expensive way to buy wine, but we work with, you know, we have friends and family discounts that we'll put on that to try to get them, you know, close to retail. Uh, but the shipping is, is expensive. So. Yeah, it's definitely the, the laws around that are, are, are pretty pretty difficult to, to, to they're ever changing. I've, uh, uh, I've been happy to see some of the laws changing over the past couple of yep. years, but, you know, even trying to send, uh, you know, beverages to some of my friends, um, I've just been like, you know what, it's going to be easier for me to call somebody <laughs> in the uh, state to pick it up and just no doubt about tell it. you where to go and pick it up. Um, and because, in, in some states are, are very stringent. Uh, Mississippi, yeah. it's a felony to ship alcohol. Uh, it's there's, it's no joke. I mean, you get caught, you, you are in some severe trouble, uh, per, whether it's personal, someone, Hey, ship me down a four pack of that double IPA from Vermont, uh, or it's, or it's a bottle of wine. So we, we thought let's do this the right way. I, I don't want that knock in the door or that, that call that says, you know, you violated a, a, you know, a federal, this is a federal offense. So it's, you know, between States interstate commerce. So again, trying to do things the right way isn't always the quickest way, but at least you, uh, you do it with a, a clear, a clean conscience. Yeah, and so should people go to Iron Wolf Wine to uh, to start that process if they were? Yeah. Our, our website, I, I, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to navigate. There's mm-hmm. a, where, where to buy page, which lists all of the restaurants and shops nice. in Vermont, New Hampshire. And that's well over a hundred at this point. And then there's also a shop, uh, 
a shop and ship page where they can go on and and pick the wines. We're starting to get, we don't really have a lot of press yet, but you know, every now and then I'll go on and just sleuth the name and see what's going on out there. And I'll see somebody did a review on seller tracker or something like that. And that, that's kind of neat. Some of our stores here in Vermont will ship somewhat limited, uh, but a few of them do offer that as a service again, depending on the state, but we like, this is still a, a very, visceral product it's yeah. you know it's it's not like buying something on the internet that that's kind of inanimate this is a, a live <laughs> living product i mean it's smell you know you, you think what you do at wine you look at it first the color then you put it in the glass and i love doing that i love how it opens up and you smell and you're, you're like yeah. what are what are How's this going to taste? And then you taste it. And then you think about pairing it. Then you think about, hey, you know, who are you going to share this bottle with? You know, a lot of people have those special bottles. And I, my advice is always open it. Open, open it. Tomorrow's it. no guarantee. Get that bottle open. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah I, I have a couple of bottles that have been sitting, you know, far too long. And yeah. uh, I love the ones, I, you know, and I think you guys, when I've looked at your wines, you know, they're all at the right price point. You know, they're in that level of, you know, it's quality and affordability. And, yep. you know, and, and I think that you know, for me anyway, and, and hopefully for everybody else, you're right in there, but I am going to say, I want to back up one, for one moment and just say one thing. So for anybody who is uh, watching this or they're listening to this, because there will be the audio version of this podcast, go into your wine shop and ask about Iron Wolf wines and say, get it. <laughs> I, well, get we, it. we. We, we appreciate that. And we, we've also have said, if you can't find it at your favorite restaurant, ask. It's available. If we're in the state, they can bring it in. And we, again, we know there's a lot of good wines out there. There's a lot of great wines out there. There's a lot of great reps out there selling them. There's a, there's a lot of excellent distributors. So we're up against you know, some, some pretty stout competition out there, but we're trying to do things again, a little bit differently. You know, I'm out there doing it personally. I'll any restaurant that calls, if I'm around, we do a dinner. We've got one coming up in top notch in a couple of weeks. I want to get back to the point where we're doing them all the time and bringing people in. I mean, there's sometimes on a Wednesday night, they might've only had eight people come in and now they've got 30 and the chef gets to do some creative things that aren't on the menu all the time. We don't want to stress them out. And that's, again, we're still in that holding pattern. But once this opens up, you know, people ask me all the time, when's the next wine dinner? We love that. We're looking for a reason to go out. So I say, you know, reward yourself, figure it out. You know, if you like to cook, go to that store that, you know, gives you that special, uh, special customer service and they have great, you know, meat and seafood and vegetables and, and, and grab yourself a good bottle of iron wolf and go home and, and, you know, make, make the magic happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or go to your favorite restaurant that's already serving iron wolf, invite all your friends and grow that. Exactly. (laughs) And if you, if you have a question about where, let, let me know. I, again, reach out to us through the email. I will absolutely respond uh, and help you out. The last thing I want to do is, is ignore someone that has a, a question about how to, how to support us. So nice. Well, Tony, this is great. What's, what's, uh, you know, kind of next. Can you, can you tell us? I mean, obviously I'm sure you got a lot of ideas marinating, but um... yeah, well, geographic expansion, you know, we're limited. We're in two States that are, are 
relatively small markets. And if we'd like to maybe ramp this up a little bit more and maybe do a little bit more production, uh, we're going to have to look at the logical uh, states, which are the bordering states of New York, Massachusetts, the rest of New England, and then from there, who knows? I don't want to be living out of a suitcase and out of hotels. I've done that before where I had 22 states, but we'd like to get to about five. But we're nothing is is mandatory with us. Um, mm-hmm. If there's a bad vintage, we're not going to we're going to we're not going to make Cabernet. We're going to skip it or we can't find uh, a source. We don't own vineyards, so we don't control that. But we're right. looking at more and more uh, direct contacts with growers, maybe doing some vineyard contracts down the road. Uh, again, first year. Just trying to figure out, we sold about a third of our wine. We sold about 800 cases of wine, which is a big number. Um, good number, yeah. That's about 10,000 bottles of wine. And, you know, I, I know some wineries that have been in business for a long time and do not do that in a year, um, let alone in one state. So thank you yeah. to the people of Vermont. We, we uh, can't thank you enough for getting behind us and getting into the pack and inviting your friends to join you. And we love when people take a picture at home and they send it. I am, you know, I always ask, can I share that? But to us that, especially with all the struggles through COVID, seeing people smile, you can still see it in the eyes over the mask. That, yes, you can. Yeah. You know, this, this bottle of wine gave me uh, a little bit of escape. We, you know, we know you guys were, we're so happy to, to see you, you know, you and Tammy, getting out there and, and making a wine that we, we love, uh, yeah. thankfully, you know, we, you never know. You, people are like, oh, we, you guys are all right, but that wine. <laughs> so, but again, we, we knew that again, we knew we were coming forward with a, a quality product. So that's great. Well, it's great. I, I definitely can't wait to see what's next. I can't wait to, uh, uh, you know, Im- imbibe, hopefully with you in person, I'd love to, uh, you know, talk to you more about this in person over a, a couple of glasses and, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, with with the way things are right now, uh, video uh, remotely is is uh, still. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's a lot of that. I mean, I don't know how, for for months and months and months, you know, Zoom meetings. People are like, you know, how often did you go out to Washington? And I said, have haven't been out there yet. We did everything yeah. through FedEx and UPS and shipping barrel samples back and forth and coming up with the blends and picking out our corks and our bottles and our labels and and again we could do that because we were working with people that we knew and trusted. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a concern of ours. We knew that this was going to come together and it came together pretty quickly. So year one under the belt, year two, uh, a month uh, under our belt, uh, still, still rolling along, uh, still figuring it out, uh, tweaking where we can. But again, we are traditionalists and we're going to, we're going to do it the old school way. You know? Well, what you're doing so far seems to be working pretty darn well. And uh, again, I can't wait to see what's next. So, Tony, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you to, uh, you know, the rest of the pack for supporting you and supporting Iron Wolf Wines. Uh, You know, again, look for it on your shelves. Ask for it if they don't have it, especially if you are in Vermont or New Hampshire. And, and, you know, if you are a distributor who's in uh, New York, uh, Massachusetts, etc., call this guy. Give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> let out a howl. You know what I mean? Right. You let out a howl. What we do. One of the pack will hear. You know? <laughs> and uh, pass that message along. Well, it's awesome seeing you again, Thanks Tony. I, I, I wish you every success with this. This is very, uh, very good thing. And, uh, you know, again, I, I can't wait to, uh, to uh, you know, toast a glass with you and, uh, and taste some of it in person with you. We'll absolutely make that happen. Definitely will. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mel. Cheers. Thanks for joining us here on another round with the Booze Buddy Update. 
Thanks for joining me here on the Booze Buddy Update. Another round. Thanks for watching or listening. Take a moment if you think I've liked it and you think I've earned it to like, review, subscribe, and give me feedback. Uh, make a comment if you uh, want to. If you say, where can I comment? BoozeBuddyUpdate.com is a place where you can reach me. We are online and you can also find us. Uh, all our other social media accounts are linked up there. Next time, well to be determined. Got some interviews lined up, but not sure which one is going to land first, but uh, can always be reached if you have somebody that you think would be a great person to talk to in the craft beverage scene. I'd be happy to talk to them and see you again soon here on the Booze Buddy Update.